Is that what the red light means? Yes, that's the red light and the big countdown that goes five, four, three, two, one. It means you're recording. Showtime. Welcome to Hey, did you ever see that movie? I'm your host, Des, and as always, I'm joined by my Lovely co-host, Lynn. You're about as useful as a poopy-flavored lollipop. And joining us again this week, the podcaster with a fully-packed bong, Pat. Uh, what? Okay. (laughs) This week, we will be reviewing the 2004 comedy, Dodgeball, (laughs) written and directed by Ronson Marshall Thurber. Starring (laughs) Vince Vaughn and Christine Taylor. As always, this podcast will contain spoilers. (laughs) So if you haven't seen it, go watch the movie. Then come back and listen to the podcast. And now it's time for Disaster Peace Theater. So sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to Disaster Peace Theater, where me and my two co-hosts will act out one scene from the movie that we are reviewing for you this evening. So please, sit back, grab some popcorn, and enjoy the show. Quiet on the set! Camera speed, sound production, take one. Who is it? It's White. Uh, what are you doing here? How, how do you know where I live? It's called the Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the hippies finally got something right. <laughs> Just kidding. But not really. Hey, I got some great news. Uh, what is it? <laughs> You're fired. I'm here to begin my courtship of you. <laughs> You fired me, so I date you? Uh, yeah, huh? You're a crazy little man. Come on, Kate. I know you've been hiding some feelings for me. Uh, yeah, nausea. And if you don't get off my porch in two seconds, you're gonna know exactly how that feels. Woohoo! You like it freaky. Freaky stuff, huh? You need some help leaving, White? This doesn't concern you, Lefleur. Not nearly as much as your hair does, that's for sure. But uh, I believe she asked you to leave. I get it. You've got the scent of a lesser stag in your nostrils. <laughs> Baby, I'll let you have your little moment, Lafleur. Because <laughs> after this tournament, your gym, your life, and your gal are all going to be mine. To be continued. Oh! You don't get to touch me. Ever. Okay, Romeo, let me help you out. Get off me! You don't touch me! It's over between us, Kate! Nobody makes me clean my own blood! Nobody! <laughs> well, at least that wasn't weird. <laughs> cut! 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 Anymore. Hey, dude, how many times did I do it at work perfectly? 
Nein? I had, dude, seriously, I had that shit fucking wired at work perfectly. And when the pressure's on, you fold like a cheap card table. Let me tell you what, he didn't do it right, not even once in the house, and he kept doing it over and over again. I was like, that's not the line. That is every time he did it wrong, it just stayed wrong. Yes. That's bullshit. Even, (laughs) even, did you even bother trying to read it from the script? That's what screwed me up, was the script. (laughs) Wow. Because everything I read, you said wrong. It's called the freedom of freedom agent. (laughs) See, you couldn't even get it right this time. It's called the freedom of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> holy shit okay all right all right all right all right so, all right. So, so this is the part of the show where we vote on the oscar on which one of us is going to get the oscar for the evening for best performance so delin who are you giving the oscar to this evening i'm giving it to myself okay <laughs> pat who are you giving the oscar to this evening well i'm giving it to myself okay so it looks like i am chuck norris i am the one that's going to break the tie <laughs> And I am giving it to myself as the part of white. So that's it. I get the Oscar. I want to thank God and all my fans. Thank you. Okay. God help us. Okay. Um, and now it is time for Dez's four and one fun and one fake facts, where it will be up to my two co-hosts to figure out which fact. It's all about shit. Okay. Fact number one, Justin Long's eyebrow was actually cut open by the first wrench thrown at him by Batch's old man. Number two, the original title of this movie was actually just Underdog. Number three, the tournament referee, Al Kaplan, was actually a referee on American Gladiators. Number four, Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn trained with Yato Lee, the captain of the winningest professional dodgeball team in history at the time of the filming of this movie. Number five, the painting on White's office wall was actually a famous painting titled Taurus the Bull with Ben Stiller's face photoshopped over it. Pat, which of the five facts do you think is total bullshit? Ah, uh, geez, you know, I'm, I'm torn between two and four, but I'm okay. going to go with four. Okay, and Delyn, which fact do you think is total bullshit? I'm going to go with number one, Justin Long's eyebrow. Okay, Justin Long's eyebrow was indeed split open by the first wrench thrown, though they were rubber wrenches. That one was a little bit heavy, and it busted his eye wide open. Pat, let's all give him a round of applause. Woo-hoo! Yato Lee is not a real person, and there is no winning his professional dodgeball <laughs> team because it's a fake sport. Okay. Uh, <laughs> With a box office budget of $20 million and a gross box office. With a budget of $20 million <laughs> and a gross box office of $168 million, this was a smash hit. Dylan, uh-huh. will you please give us a synopsis? It's rubbing off on me from here. Hey, do you think we should do the uh, the, the scene again? Because I think I can get that way better. No. no. Oh, please no. Please, <laughs> okay. please no. Okay. All right. Average Joe's gym and its owner, Peter LaFleur, are both down on their luck. A fancy competing gym called Globo Gym run by the banana... My, oh, my God. <gasps> 
Wow. The old banana in the tailpipe. Yeah. Yep. So Globo Jam, run by the manacle health nut White Goodman, is about to put Average Joe's out of business unless Peter can raise $50,000 to keep his mortgage. To save the gym, Peter and a ragtag group of Joe's members and employees enter a dodgeball contest with, to win a big cash prize. In response, White forms his own Globo Gym team to crush the competition. <laughs> Outstanding. Okay, no grundle. Let's get it started. Oh yeah, you ready to Would jump someone, right into okay. it? On that, on that note, would someone please tell me what no grundling means? Des doesn't know. I already asked him once. I don't know. I don't know, but I think that dog has grundled Peter on more than one occasion because <laughs> he's got a name for it. I wonder, I wonder <laughs> if Google would know. I'm not. I'm not grundling. I'm not grundling. <laughs> <laughs> You're grundling me later. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I am not going to Google that because then you get all sorts of wacky shit. I'm Ooh, not that. You're a little tickle machine. I did oh, not need to hear that. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. So all right. Dylan was explaining to me what the unicorn is. She's saying a unicorn is when a couple looks for another a third person to come in, like just to do sexual favors and like no strings attached. So I said, are we looking for a unicorn? She goes, yeah, she's coming in to wash your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) You're a skid mark on the underwear of life. I'm a skid mark on the underwear of my wife. (laughs) What? That that just, that was so bad. That was so bad. Okay. Oh, that was horrifying. All right, here we go, kids. Our movie starts with Globo Gym commercials starring White Goodman, played by Ben Stiller. His brilliant sales tactic is to make people feel bad about themselves, so they'll go to his overpolished gym to look better. In comparison, Peter LaFleur, played by Vince Vaughn, is living in a rundown house with a stack of overdue bills and and shut-up notices. His business, Average Joe's Gym, is in the shadow of Globo Gym, literally. Inside it, it is much more earthy than Globo, and his customers are much more normal folk than the supermodels over at Globo. Dwight, played by Chris Williams, and Owen, played by Joel David Moore, work there, while Gordon, played by Stephen Root, and Steve the Pirate, played by Alan Tudyk, as well as Justin, played by Justin Long, all work out there. When he gets into his office, he finds Kate Veach, played by Christine Taylor, waiting for him. She's a lawyer that works for the bank and informs him that his gym is in foreclosure and he has 30 days to come up with $50,000. So, Pat, that sets us all up pretty good for all of the people that are involved in this movie. Yeah, pretty much. And there's a, just a ton of them. Mm-hmm. A ton of them. And uh, I'm sitting there trying to remember. I couldn't remember I re- when when I saw Steve the Pirate. Yes. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. I knew his face. Mm-hmm. And as Des knows, I'm usually pretty good at figuring this out, uh, what he was in. And for the life of me, I couldn't come up with it. Did Just, you figure it out? No. It's oh. like. Well, he's been in a lot of things. He was Wings. definitely. What? Wings. Was he in Wings? Yeah. He was the other brother in Wings. Oh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know about fact. that. That seems like it was a long time well, ago. Yeah, he, was in, and- uh, he was in Firefly. He was uh, a character named Wash on Firefly. And he's he's done so many voiceovers. Like he was a voiceover uh, of a droid in Star Wars. In um, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. He's one of those yeah, it's, it's a, character the, actors. In in looking to uh, find an answer to my question, I actually googled the cast of the movie. 
Mm-hmm. And apparently, and these two movies I'm more familiar with than anything else. He was in Rogue One. And yes. he was also in more memorable iRobot with Will Smith. Yeah, in Rogue One, he was the big droid, the angry droid. And um, right. and it, he was also in a movie called Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which was very funny. There was a pirate in this movie? <laughs> God. Um. <laughs> So it was funny when we were watching it today, he says, my quasi-cultural staff. And I'm like, there's not one, not one person of any other race besides just beautiful white people in this gym. Yeah, except for Michelle. And working. Yes, except for Michelle. Oh, my God. Fitness consigliere. Oh, my God. (laughs) So fucking funny. The commercial is awesome. He's telling him. You know, fucking put three pounds on the weight on the scales in the women's weight room. Uh, yeah, just, he's such a douche. I love, I love. Well, well, this is this is no surprise to me because this guy is like bigger than McCracken's brother. Oh yeah. Do you have anything else to say before I move on? Um, actually, I actually made notes on this one because there was just way too many things to try and remember. Even though I've watched it like a half dozen times since. Wednesday. Um, it's it's funny that everything, if you notice, there's too many things about white that are just so extremely over the top. He's mm-hmm. got the Andy Gibb hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got the, um, let me see. The, bl- was blow up, the, the blow up fucking thing on his crotch. The blow up crotch, yeah. But I'm thinking, I'm trying to remember. Well, the, the best way I could put it to remind myself was he's got the village people mustache. That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> the my handlebar God. mustache. <laughs> and and he's got the little like Fu Manchu under the bottom lip with it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, wow, this is really silly looking. I think yeah. he took as much ridiculous crap as he could and shoved it into one character just to make it as... You know, oh, and, kind and despicable, he, but like almost like laughable at the same time. Actually, despicable and laughable works perfectly because there's actually there's just nothing good about this guy. Everything about him is obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, if let me see, I can't remember the way the line. Um, if you don't hate yourself enough, I can't remember the rest. Yeah, of the if line. you don't hate yourself enough about to do something about it or something yeah, exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. And you hear that and you're like. Wow, where yeah. the hell? What the, rock did this guy crawl yeah, out from? And, and let's not forget, you know, when he gets to the gym, he's got the guys pushing him around the corner. He's like, "Thanks a lot, I appreciate it. Don't pull a hammy over it." And he, <laughs> he gets in, and Justin tells him the story about his uh, his tryout for being a cheerleader. He's like, so, and "Peter's like, so let me get this straight. You want to become a cheerleader, so you." She won't think you're a loser. He's like, yeah. He goes, oh, things have changed a little since I went to high school. He tells about <laughs> the story. And, you know, he gets his his head jammed into uh, Martha. Martha Johnstone's uh, naughty spot. And uh, he says, ah, oh, don't worry about this thing. You know, you'll laugh about it someday. I'm laughing about it already. Uh, <laughs> and and the, only thing, the only thing that made that whole scene even sillier was there was absolutely no way in hell I don't care what he had going on for adrenaline. There's no way Justin is getting Martha in the air yeah. by himself. You had a problem with that? <laughs> she was three <laughs> times his weight. Three? 
<laughs> Anybody would have a problem with that. a forklift would have a problem with that. <laughs> so now we're shaming fat girls. I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. All joking. I said was there's no way in hell Justin is getting her in the air like that. So that's what made the scene even funnier. The yeah, fact that no... she's standing on the top of his hands above his head. You knew as soon as you saw that nothing good could come of this. Oh, but something great came of it. So it's funny because I picked up on this just this time in the watch. So first we're going to get, um, we're going to get white going through his gym and his interactions with his um, staff and the people that work out at his gym. And he's condescending and rude, Constantly. But, he's, but, but he's doing it in a very uh, aggressive forward way. And then we're going to get Peter going through his gym and interacting with his staff. And he's also very condescending. Can I say yes to you? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I'm laughing already. Hey, see you later, Dater. I mean, he's fucking giving it to his guys just the same. So, I mean, Peter is not as lovable of a goof as I thought he was going into this movie. But But the difference is is one is really obnoxious and arrogant, and the other one is pretty much just busting guys' balls. And he's uh, one of them. Yeah, They're wait both a second. This balls. is coming from the king of ball busting. Like, legitimately, that is, like, your everyday mode. Yes. Um, so wanted... you, you are Peter LaFleur. Uh, no, I'm White Goodman. Well, you're not, though. <laughs> oh, but I am. I'm even rocking the mustache and the fucking Andy Gibb hair right now. Tell me, do you have the inflatable crotch? <laughs> the windows, I want to get one for karate. And I'm betting she's not letting you. Um, <laughs> the, oh shoe, my God. the shoe would keep it from fitting properly. So uh, have we met uh, Kate yet? Yeah, she just is in his uh, office and told okay. him that he's going to lose the gym. Yeah, I love all this, all this interaction between them. So what kind of law do you practice, pretty eyes? Sexual harassment, mostly. Oh. And he's like, look on his face. And then he says, so, uh, Mrs. I'm a miss. Well, if there's a miss for a mister, I'm a miss as well. <laughs> I mean, I like that she gives it back to him. She doesn't let him intimidate her at all. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Her character is amazing. And uh, we're also going to get a reunion between Mr. Brady and Marsha in this one. Um, yeah. Because they like, both were in the Brady Bunch remakes. Mm-hmm. Her and... Really? Uh, yeah, her and uh, not Pepper, but uh, Cotton. Cotton, yeah, Cotton. Oh, Cotton, Cotton was Mr. Brady. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, the OSC was yeah, his hair the, the same color. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had him dressed up like you know Mr. Brady with the bullshit hairdo, but yeah. Um, and also we have to talk about um, you know, the first time we're gonna meet uh Gordon here, Gordo, and he's talking about the uh. You know, the Ocho and the OS, the magazine he's been reading that he's been reading about the chicks. OSQ. The OSQ. And on the cover of yes. the magazine, midget tossing. Oh my God, those little people. I love them. That was hysterical. <laughs> so midget funny. tossing. Oh my God. I'm glad that's working out for you. Again, another <laughs> another dig at, uh, at, you know, he's just digging. He's digging just like White is. He's a digger. The funny thing is, he's not so obnoxious about it that his guys aren't picking up on it. No, not at all. So he's I not wanna, No, I well, he is, but his guys are stupid, so they're not picking up on it. I mean, see you later, Dater. It works. Uh, so 
I do want to wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right after he says there's somebody out there for everybody, like he's he's encouraging him. He just gives everybody a little pepper back with it. See you later, Gator. He's not dating. What is wrong with see you later, Gator? Gator. 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 See you later, Gator. It's been two months. He hasn't dated anybody. He's not much of a dater. Okay. I did miss that because I thought he said Gator as in, hey, hey, check out that Gator. No. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Well, that's why I was confused. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. All right. Peter pays a white to. uh, (laughs) Peter pays a white. Peter pays a white. Peter pays a pickle peppers. Uh, Peter pays a visit to white across the street. (laughs) Shout out to Jamal Duff, who plays Michelle, white's fitness consigliere. It's clear there's an air of animosity between them, between the pranks Peter's played and the fact that White has bought out the second mortgage on Average Joe's. White is looking to bulldoze Joe's to make a parking garage. The crew back at Joe's starts pitballing how to raise the money to try it, and they decide to try a car wash with pretty poor results. (laughs) Gordon suggests they attempt to raise the money by participating in the dodgeball tournament, which the grand prize is $50,000, and everyone agrees. Meanwhile, Kate arrives at Globo Gym. White has asked her over under the pretense of asking her how the acquisition of Joe's is going, but he's really trying to woo her in a really gross, cringy way. After she deflects his attempts, he tells her to keep up, keep an eye on what's going on over at Joe's because he knows they're up to something. So there's so much in this scene, Des, like the inflatable crotch, which you already talked about, but like the the jumpsuit, the donut nipple zapping, and Kate throwing up in her mouth. Like, oh, I man. mean, not only, not only that, when... Uh, Peter goes over to talk to him and he says, walk with me. And he shuts the door behind him right in Peter's face. (laughs) I fucking love that scene. Uh, Yeah, it's fucking amazing. He's fucking touching the donut and zapping his nipples and, uh, you know, tell her to come down in 30 seconds. He runs up the stairs and he pumps his cock up and then comes down reading the fucking dictionary. I like to to get it uh, <laughs> break see, a mental I, sweat. <laughs> I like to break a mental sweat as well. And uh, I love it when he's like, "We should mate," and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "We should date," and she's like, in her mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually wrote a note. I said I can understand how she feels while throwing <laughs> up in her mouth a little bit when near white because I pretty much felt that way every time he spoke. Yeah, I love when he's. Uh, I love when he's he's scooting up and he's kind of humping his crotch towards her. Oh, she was <laughs> terrified the whole time. Oh God! The and then she's she, like, "He's the your boss." She yeah, and yeah. She, he's going, "I'm your boss," and she's like, "No, I'm a lawyer, and I'm subcontracted to the bank. You're not my boss." Oh, but I'm your boss. Yeah, she's the bank like, works oh. for me. The, the bank works for me. You work for the bank, so ipso facto, I'm your boss. <laughs> oh God, that's so horrible. <laughs> it's awful. I see. You don't like the crap where you eat, huh? <laughs> oh God! Just even the, the his. Choice of words is just awful, too. Yeah, I just threw up my mouth a little bit. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So an instructional video is showing us how to play dodgeball. Here we meet Patches O'Houlihan, a dodgeball star. Young Patches is played by Hank Azaria and will be played later by Rip Torn. He explains all the rules of the game, including the five Ds of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Ah. <laughs> I know. Gordon explains that this last chance to qualify is the next day, so they will be playing even though they've had no practice. White, meanwhile, is watching all of the goings-on at Joe's through the cardboard cutout he sent over there and has no intentions of letting Joe's come up with the money to save the gym. Joe's attends the qualifier and realizes they're playing against a troop of Girl Scouts. They get completely crushed by the troop, but win by default when Bernice gets drug-tested and found positive for three steroids and a beaver tranquilizer. (laughs) 
low-grade beaver tranquilizer. That is absolutely outrageous. I love it. I love when he meets uh when he meets Patches for the first time. And uh he tells him, you know, so we got a dodgeball coach. Is he weird? The guy from the video? No, he's not weird. He's he's fine. Uh, he's weird for us. They're not weird for us. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Patches O'Hulahan. Oh, yeah. God. Hank Azaria is fantastic. And, oh, he did such a great job. Yeah, great, great choice for a hey, young Hey, Jimmy, how would you like to take a break from that lead paint, paint <laughs> you've got there and learn how to play dodgeball? Boy, would I. Jeepers, <laughs> mister. <laughs> you scared the jeepers out of me. Oh, God. Uh. That was so. And then they go a nice close up of the paint can. So yeah. You awesome. could see. Lead-based acrylic. Yeah. Oh, man, that was awesome. I think it was Fun. actually called Lead Shield. Lead Shield. That's it. Lead Shield. Fun fact, I used to work for a painting company in the Hingham area, and we would strip lead paint off um, historical houses in Hingham and with these, like, these electric tools that would vaporize this lead paint. And it would be so hot in the summer, I wouldn't even wear a respirator. So I imagine I've probably breathed in a lot of lead paint, which probably will explain a lot of this. Yeah, yeah, actually it does. It explains a <laughs> real lot. And when I was little, there was a summer where I was chipping red paint off the back of my fa- uh, grandfather's house in Chelmsford and eating it. And they actually were like, hey, stop eating the red paint off the back of the house. Well, that Why do kids up. do that? Why would you even want to eat paint? That I clears it, up so much. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just remember them saying, fucking knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Just I just don't why. understand why kids want to eat paint. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's good. Oh, moving on, poor Bernice. Yeah. She's done. <clears throat> the Joes are celebrating their win, and Peter is trying to convince Kate to join their team. White crashes the party and shows off his new team, the Globo Gym Purple Cobras, including a bunch of guys with Azer names. And Fran stands a bunch of sl- syllables I can't man- manage to say. So she's a dodgeball champion in her country and is played by Missy Pyle. White pulled some strings to get his team in the tournament, and will they will be in Vegas. In the parking lot, Patches O'Hulahan approaches Peter and tells him that he's chose his new coach. The next day, he arrives to train the team, starting with throwing wrenches at them. <laughs> we, get, we get a training montage here with Patches beating the crap out of everyone, but mostly Justin. At the end, Kate shows she's got an arm by knocking the head off White's cardboard cutout, but she still refuses to join the team. So, Dej, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah, you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. He's got him in traffic. If you can dodge a car, you can dodge a ball. Absolutely. And poor Gordon, he's going to take a beating in the middle of the road there. Yeah, pretty much worse than the beating that Justin took because that scene where he took six shots in a row, whistle, throw the ball, whistle, throw the ball. Six times I counted it. I swear to God, I was so stoned the first time I watched that. I rewound it like five times and I could not stop laughing. Oh, my God. stop laughing. There's... And- Justin Long has uh, some very good uh, physical comedy chops. Yeah. Oh, God, he did such a great job. I mean, just on on that note, I want to bring up back when they're trying to figure out how they're going to make their money, mm-hmm. and Peter's throwing the beer to everybody, and Josh, <laughs> it, it hits his knuckle, it hurts his hand, it drops on the floor. And I asked Des this, and he didn't see it coming, but I did. When he opened that can. And it explodes I knew, all over. <laughs> I knew it was going to splash right into his oh, yeah. face. What I didn't expect is the way his head shot back like somebody gave him an uppercut. Because it's like he, <laughs> it's like somebody hit him with something. His head rocked back so hard. 
<laughs> oh god, it was awesome! Yeah, and he love- sells the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I and I have to bring this note up because I made a point of making this note specifically for you, Des. The actor who wrote uh, read off that T uh, Troop Four One Seven was disqualified. Actor's name is Curtis Armstrong. Yep. Yeah. Some of us remember him mostly from Revenge of the Nerds. Yep. Like okay. Booker. And now, 20, 30 years later, he is also known <clears throat> to the Supernatural series fans yep. as Metatron, the yep. scribe of God. That is true. Oh, my God. Pat yep. is the master of all sitcoms. And do not forget, Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God, yes. I forgot yeah. about Oh, my God. <laughs> this This whole... Wait a second. Wait a second. This whole mountain, mountain. is made of snow. It's <laughs> pure snow. Come on, Lane. Are you going to ski it or should we just go home? I fucking love that movie. <laughs> there were some oh. great lines. Like, like when he's in the back of the truck, he falls into the trash truck and it drives by a couple of guys, under, uh, black guys <laughs> up on a tree. Now, that's a damn shame. Throwing away a perfectly good, good white boy, boy like that. that. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ricky, sorry your mom exploded. Which is worse? Not speaking English or learning how to speak English watching The Wide World of Sports and Howard Cosell. <laughs> so true, those guys in the car. Oh, they were too boning. Too funny. Yeah, okay, I love Des. that. I love Back that to scene. patches. Um, no, just what he says, uh, is it necessary for me to drink my urine? No, but I do it because it's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> God. Gross. Yeah, he was freaking insane. <laughs> So next is the scene that we played out in our disaster piece theater where White goes to Kate's house and informs her that he got her fired so she could date him. Peter arrives and White realizes pretty quickly Kate wants nothing to do with him. After White leaves on the back of Michelle's scooter, Peter and Kate go inside. Peter's come to ask her again to join the team and this time she's in. Now that White, got, White has gotten her fired, it's no longer a conflict of interest and it's become personal. Yeah. Oh my God, I love this scene. It, so good. And even funnier like, in, because in real life, Christine Taylor is Ben Stiller's wife. So like, that's just makes it even funnier. Oh, stop yeah. it. Yeah. This is my favorite scene. Probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Uh, at the end of it, when he fucking snaps his fingers and <laughs> Michelle comes zipping up on that powder, powder blue, blue scooter, scooter with the oh. powder blue helmet. And oh my God. White jumps on in that white shiny suit and flips them off as they drive away. Oh my God. Well, that wasn't weird. <laughs> yeah, at least that wasn't weird. <laughs> oh, that so was good. Awesome. Awesome. So good. Uh, and then and then when uh when Peter goes inside the house finally, and I mean it is a fucking explosion of unicorns. Dear and Barbara. Is, yeah, they, yeah, dear Barbara. They're everything. I mean, every inch of the inside of that house is even, a fucking even unicorn. The wine goblets they were yeah. drinking from. The glass was supported by unicorns going up the sides yeah, of the I, glass. I actually mentioned that to Dylan. I said, even the wine goblets are unicorn. It was fucking unicorn <laughs> city in there. I like unicorns. <laughs> so there's so there's the second character that we've done a view, review on that likes corns. Yes. Uh <laughs> hook her up with Robbie Weirdick. Yes, Robbie Weirdick and uh and Kate Veach would be quite a, a unicorn couple made in heaven. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely all right so now we're in las vegas it's time for the adaa dodgeball open only being aired on espn 8 the ocho the ocho 
Cotton McKnight, played by Gary Cole, and Pepper Brooks, played by Jason Bateman, are calling the action for the Ocho. In the dressing room, Owen has thrown away the ratty old Joe's uniforms and ordered some new ones. But when he opens the box, it's all S&M gear. Yeah. Since, a- since ADAA rules state that the team has to be in matching uniforms, they have no choice but to play the first match in the fetish gear. And they play against Team Blitzkrieg from Germany. In a shocking upset, Kate saves the day and they win despite the outlandish costumes and move on to the next round. Patches gifts his scarf to Peter and Justin runs into Amber from the cheerleading squad after the match. And Des, I never realized that Dwight predicts the kid falling off the roller coaster. My cousin Ray Ray, boop, dead. And now we know why you have a fear of roller coasters. Oh, absolutely. And I love uh, I love Pepper when they come out in the um, in the fucking bondage gear. That's rad. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. Jason fucking- Bateman steals every scene in this. Oh, oh Bateman. Yeah. Bateman was so great as Pepper. Because yeah. not only was it the hair and the shirts <laughs> and the jacket that looked like it was from the South Pacific. Because being in the Navy, I was in the South Pacific. And I saw a lot of jackets with those tigers down the arms. Yep. Yep. Oh, um, my God. And he, he also so- has a dodgeball tattoo on his neck. Yes. <laughs> and and everything everything he said could not have been more of a repeat of what Cotton said. Yeah, yeah it was the dry return, you know. Uh, oh. This is shocking. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I can't believe it. Like, yeah, it looks like Peter's gonna blindfold him. He's not gonna see too much this way, Cotton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. And uh, the hairdo is oh, I just love it. I just it love was, it. It was perfect for an extreme color guy. Yeah, that yeah. was just dumber than sand. Oh yeah, oh, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. You did great, and he's and so I, young. I can't remember what year this movie was put out, but I can't. He looked so young compared to when we saw him in Central Intelligence. And they were so clever with all the other dodgeball teams. They're just really great. I mean, the skills that kills, the lumberjacks, the, the you know, it was just awesome. The moose knuckles. <laughs> the oh, moose God. knuckle. Uh, the movie came out in 2004. Just putting it out wow. there. Yeah. yeah. It feels like 98, 99 to me. I mean, pretty Absolutely. close. 2004 is just past the 90s, you know? Yeah. 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 It's close enough to where it was still... Stuck yeah. in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, uh Amber's little boyfriend there. What's his name? Derek. Derek, what a cunt. I fucking yeah. hate this kid. Oh, I actually made a note that it couldn't have been more satisfying to find out that Derek actually did break all the bones in his body when yes. he fell out of the roller coaster. Absolutely. Because <laughs> if anyone's gonna deserve that, it was Derek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, no question. No question. And, I, and when uh, Justin says to him, hey, hey, Derek, he goes, get bent helmet. Come on, Amber, let's go. I want to ride the elevator. <laughs> the, the fucking... <laughs> the extreme elevator. Yeah, that extreme uh, elevator ride must have been a bitch. He fucked his balls right in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't an elevator. It was a fucking... As he, wants to, he wants to ride the elevator. He wants to ride the elevator. Don't make me. Don't make me do it. <laughs> Push the button, goddammit. No, legitimately, Des has a fear of roller coasters. He won't get on them with me. 
we fucking stat. How long did we wait in line for that stupid Superman ride that you wouldn't oh get? Oh my god! It was in the blazing sun. I made the win. <laughs> wait in line for the Superman roller coaster at Six Flags. We waited in like hundred degree weather for about forty five minutes. We got up. They're like, "All right, you two, you're next." They said, "I'm not fucking doing it." Oh, you <laughs> bastard! Oh my god! You are such a dick. I right, chickened out. Fuck he that. chickened out at the last minute. He's like, people die on this thing, you know. Yeah. Guess who didn't fall off the roller coaster and break every bone in his body? <laughs> happened to Ray Ray. Yeah, happened to Ray Ray. Um, <laughs> but I have been on lots of roller coasters. I mean, I used to go on the big rickety one down at uh, Nantasket. I went on the- Paragon Park. Yeah, I went, and actually that day we went to Six Flags, if you'll remember, we did go on the one with the- The um, Joker. The Joker, and we went on the one with the loop-de-loop. But something about that Superman rickety-ass, 150-foot drop, old, no. Uh-uh, not doing that. <laughs> oh, 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 but remember this? So we got on the one, I got on the one thing where they lock the they lock the thing over you, right? And it goes up, then it goes a little more, then it goes a little more, and then it goes upside down. But I didn't lock mine in all the way. So... I, it starts, oh, no. they, they start this thing going, right? And I start going, uh, mine's not locked. My thing isn't locked in. My, my, my harness isn't locked in. And I'm screaming, like, stop the ride. Stop the ride. And people are going, stop the ride. So they stop the ride. They get down and they undo my little buckle to check it. And I was so embarrassed. I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. I was not with you. Oh, no, I was, it was six flags. It was when I went with Mike and his little kid. That's yeah, a fun I was fact. That day. Yeah. Yeah. I literally panicked. I thought it was, I thought I was going to fall out of this thing and I'm screaming to stop the ride. Stop the ride. Oh my God. Yeah. And yeah. you ran away. Yeah. And I ran away. It was a <sighs> At least oh you boy. had your pants on. I did. Oh my gosh. All right. Moving on. Moving on, please. <laughs> so we get a little bit of a montage here happening with the Joes and Global making their way through the field until the semifinals where Gordon ends up alone on the court. He sees his mail-order wife in the stands flirting with another man while his kids look miserable. He gets angry, finally, and takes out the entire other team single-handedly. Afterwards, on the casino floor, Patches gets crushed by a luck of the Irish sign, and the team <laughs> is despondent at the loss of their coach. Peter returns to his room to find White there. He offers to buy Joe's for $100,000, and Peter just has to walk away. The scene ends without showing Peter's decision. Back at the bar, the team is not liking their chances when Peter returns. Instead of the pep talk that they're expecting, he tells everyone to get ready to get their asses handed to them the next day before snapping at Steve the pirate and tells him that he's not really a pirate and that sends him off on a depressive spiral. As the team returns to their own rooms, Owen sees Fran and goes to talk to her. So, Pat, our team is falling apart at the seams here now that Patches has died. Yes, yes, they have. And it was funny... uh, that Cotton mentions that it's by the luck of the Irish, only to see Patches get killed by a sign saying yeah. the luck of the Irish. Yes. I thought yeah. it was pretty funny that all you saw were the legs sticking out. It reminded <laughs> it me like the of the witch and the Wizard of Oz. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's just not right. Yeah. <laughs> by two tons of irony. Yes. Absolutely. You don't have that. You don't have your your coach was killed by two tons of irony Hallmark card. I love the uh, I love the scene too. We skipped over it where uh, Patches says to um, Peter, "I got two whores up in my room. You want to join me? It's on me." And he goes, uh, "I'll just take the 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 scarf. Thanks. Suit yourself, queer." <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's and let's not forget at the beginning of the tournament when 
Cotton is, because um, I thought this was just a great couple of lines, uh, talking about the beginning of the tournament. And he says, Las Vegas, the city built upon sand, broken dreams, and a $5 lobster. A so city good. where you can get a happy ending, but only if you pay a little extra. <laughs> oh, it's I great. heard that and I'm like, did he just say that? I actually had to rewind that a couple times because it was just beyond funny. Oh yeah, there's a couple of those, you know, like during the tournament too. This is a two-on-one. I believe they call that a menage a trois. You pay extra for that. Yeah, that's a pepper line. <laughs> yeah, it's a line that's a pepper, pepper line. It's awesome. Yeah. Pepper needs a new pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then and then of course, um, I don't know if we got too, but we were talking about the semis and everything. Uh, when he said um, semi, <laughs> semi, yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> And another great line by Pepper. I don't know how they could play in diapers, Cotton. I never could. So good. So good. <laughs> and 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 another every every line from him is gold. Oh, it was. And and he's talking about, and I made a name note of this one. It's just a great Japanese name. Suzuki Toyota Oceanawa. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone's the best. And of course, another pepper line. It's gotta be the hair, Cotton. Feathered and lethal. You just don't see that anymore. So good. So all his lines were so oh. good. Uh, Yato, what was mine? Uh, Yat, uh, my my name for the uh, winningest player ever was pretty good. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. It was oh. pretty believable. All right. Okay, let's... yeah, that's just out there because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, in my five fun facts. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, uh, it was uh, Yato Lee. <laughs> fun fact on that later okay fun fact all right so the big match is set to go off but when pate go kate oh boy when pate wow pate i'm having yeah. a really rough day guys i'm sorry did, did you eat lead chips as a child what are words for when no okay. one listens sorry oh um, okay. boy ouch oh <laughs> it's all over but the crying <laughs> All right, the big match is set to go off, but when Kate goes to Peter's room, she sees he's checked himself out of the hotel. On the way to the tournament, Justin runs into Amber and learns that the kid did break every bone in his body. Suck it, freak! In his <laughs> on the roller coaster, and she needs him to step in. She presses him into it, and he doesn't have time to tell the team where he's gone off to. Back at the tournament, the team realizes they're going to have to forfeit because they don't have enough players because Justin's helping Amber and uh, Steve the Pirate's missing and. Uh, Poor Owen doesn't even realize that there's a dude on the team that looks like a pirate. And um, on top of it, Peter's not there. So Peter is at the airport and he happens to run into Lance Armstrong, who essentially shames him into going back. <laughs> yeah. Peter shows up just as the chancellor, William Shatner, is about to declare Globo Jim the winner. However, the judges committee overturns the decision and they're allowed to play. And does they get some decently big names for a silly movie about dodgeball? You Shatner, Chuck Norris, Lance Armstrong, they did pretty yeah, good for and, themselves. And let's not forget Thank Michael you, Knight. Norris. Let's not forget oh, Michael yes. Knight. Yep. And, yeah. And I actually I actually thought to myself I was gonna write it down, but I didn't. But now that you bring up I wonder anyone wanna put on bet as to whether Hasselhoff actually knows German. Oh, he definitely does. Oh, he definitely he, does. He, Cut it he, out. Hasselhoff Dude. is a rock star there. Yeah. Rock star. They like, love his legit. albums. Love he's like so that's, huge. So he's that's, beloved. So that's why the, the connection between him yes. and the German team is yeah. so good. Yes. Oh yeah. He's okay, saying you know, it. The, that would have been useful information if I had had that. 
Yeah. Uh, fun fact. He sang when they took down the Berlin Wall. Oh, yeah. boy. He's huge. He's huge in Germany. Wow. I dare you to check that fact. It's true, though. <laughs> oh, uh, about him singing at the Berlin Wall? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, that, I, I that, made, can't, that can't be good. I made it up, but I will I bet there's a 40% chance that that actually happened. Why? Do you have access to some kind of a database where you can type it in while we're talking about it? Yeah, it's called Google, Dick. Um, let's see on new year's eve 1989 hasselhoff hovered in a bucket in a crane over a crowd of thousands who gathered to celebrate the collapse of the berlin wall he had come to sing his german pop hit looking for freedom oh my god (laughs) all right (laughs) now tell me now tell me something des did you actually know that uh, no, you're just pulling that out of your ass. I, I put it this way. I was pulling it out of my ass, but I have seen, you know, uh, the 80s decade or whatever, you know, so I probably saw it somewhere. But, you know, it was bouncing around in my fucking broken mind. <laughs> thank you, Lead Paint. <laughs> yes, thank you, Lead Paint. Oh, my goodness. Are we ready for the final showdown, guys? Um, uh, I, I wanted to bring up the... Um, is this is the final show? The final showdown wasn't when Gordon was on his own, was it? No, no. that already happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, that's that gets them into the finals. Yeah, the final I, showdown is Peter Lefleur versus White. Well, yeah, that much I know. I just couldn't remember if when Gordon saw his wife flirting and got super yeah. angry because that yeah, was that a great scene. Yeah. I mean, his wife flirting and he just became the Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> it was I mean, great. He is Tagging these guys, yeah, so much anger in his face and in his voice. It was like, wow, who the hell is that? Yeah, do yeah. You, you know who that character actor is, right? I was just going to bring this up, so go ahead, tell him, please. Hey, did, did you see the movie Office Space? Of course, Pat didn't. It's not. No. Uh, it's not. You didn't MCI. see Office. Wait a second. How did you not so, see Office Dylan, Space? I told you, Pat has seen five movies that he watches that's it. Like the, I'm not watching anything, but these five movies and I'm going to watch them a thousand times and over with reruns of fucking, uh, the Tim Allen show and like, uh, NCI 24. Like that's, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. First, first, let me correct you here. This is coming from a guy who's seen this movie 500 times. This is coming from a guy who's who watched home, sees his family 8,000 times. Who came that's home and watched Fletch. For like three years yes. after work. Okay, That's so true. you can't take anything he says with I, any kind of seriousness. I watch, I have I seen have a rack of movies behind me, but we all know yeah. I am not a big comedy fan. Gotcha. A VHS rack. <laughs> oh wow. my gosh. Okay, well, anyways, so the character Gordon also plays a very, very uh, notable character in the movie Office Space. He plays a guy named Milton. He loves his red stapler. And he's just freaking hysterical. And um, if you haven't seen Office Space, go and see it because it's um, it, it's a little dated now, but it's amazingly funny. I, I, could defi- I could definitely burn this place down. I definitely burn this place down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Peter. I won't say anything either. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's Watch just your butthole. Watch your cornhole. Watch your cornhole in prison. Fucking oh a. my god! Yeah, and Lance Armstrong too, giving him the shame. Like, if I could beat testicular brain and oh. lung cancer all at the same time and return to the Tour de France and win it three more times, I'm sure you have a good excuse. <laughs> I yeah. wrote down. I had to listen to it a couple times. I wrote down two of the lines that were absolutely the best. 
Well, I guess if a person never quit when the going got tough, they'd have nothing to regret for the rest of their lives. <laughs> oh, it's great. And the I other have... one, this one I liked even better when he said his goodbye. Good luck to you, Peter. I'm sure this decision won't haunt you forever. Oh, it was fucking, <laughs> that it was, was fantastic. Yeah, it was I, really I heard good. those two and I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I've been watching you on the Ocho. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. I can't get uh, enough of it. Yeah. So good. Oh my God. So good. It's like when you watch one of these obscure sports things and you can't stop watching because it just, you just get sucked in. You can't help it. So yeah, I, yeah. I feel you, Lance. I feel you. It's funny. <laughs> back, in, back in the day, I used to watch Supercross on ESPN2. And the we, would, oh, yeah, the we would joke. We would joke because it was, you know, it was the deuce. They would call it the deuce. The deuce. So, yeah. So it was basically, that's what this, I think, was uh, crafted around was ESPN2, the deuce. There's, there's a lot in this movie that they pulled from this place and that place and this time and that time. The, the movie was full of callbacks. Absolutely. Other things, other actors, other movies they were in. It's, it's, I mean, I didn't pick up on half of them, but the ones I did pick up on made me realize that this, that's what this movie was about. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let's not forget that, you know, Justin gets his uh, his moment in the sun, his glory. He is able to take front center stage at the uh, the queer bait um, <laughs> competition, whatever it is. <laughs> he gets to be king, king shit queer oh, bait for a day. It's, yeah, it's in the middle of the, of the final oh. showdown that that yeah. happens because they're oh. playing against Globo Gym, but yes. <laughs> Well, no, I'm talking about when he gets to go in with Amber and he fucking saves oh, right. the day. He does the, uh, the conference championship. And yes. the look on his face, he couldn't have been happier. Oh, yeah. And he looked like a six-year-old at the surprise birthday party. The look donkeys. on his face was so funny. Donkeys! 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 So good. So good. I love that. I thought that scene was really oh, great. Oh, that was hysterical. Yeah. And he's going to get the girl, so that's really good. And, you know, I, I also just want a really quick flashback to the opening scene when uh, White is walking through Globo Gym. Did you guys notice they had a, uh in-gym plastic surgeon? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yes. It just it, that just added to how deplorable this guy was. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking great. Everything, right. everything about his gym was let's make you into someone you're not because what you're not is no good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is the truth. Which is the truth. Oh, so nice. Wow. <laughs> All right, it's time for the final showdown, peeps. Average Joe is going against Global Purple Cobras. The advantage switches back and forth between the two teams until it's only White and Peter left, and White takes Peter out, but he stepped over the boundary line and they go to sudden death elimination. Peter and White face off, one hit and it's done. Peter pulls out Patch's scarf and ties it around his eyes. When the ref calls dodgeball, he doesn't even move. He waits until White throws the ball at him and dodges it Matrix style, complete with the music, grabs the ball, and whips it off of White's face. Average Joe's is one. White reminds Peter that he sold Joe's to him last night, so winning the tournament does nothing for him. As it turns out, Peter bet the whole 100K that White gave him on Joe's to win, and therefore he now has $5 million, with which he will buy the controlling stake in Globo Gym and get Joe's back that way, while firing White in the process. White ends up up in a bathrobe in a dirty apartment, overweight again, while the crew at Joe's is thriving. Fellas? Uh, dude, this, this final scene is fucking, is just great. Uh, you know, I love that they, they beat them, you know, 
Global Gym beats Joe's. And mm-hmm. they should have because they're the better team. But I also love that White's toe goes over the line. So it's going to come down to Chuck Norris. And, you know, Chuck Norris gives him the thumbs up. And, you know, Peter, thank you, Chuck Norris. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, and, you know, Chuck wants to see the showdown. He And, you know, Shatner, what a pussy. He's ready to end this thing. <laughs> Shatner, what a pussy. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll tell you what else I love. I loved it right before the showdown. Uh, he looks at White and he goes, you look kind of fat in those pants. <laughs> oh, that's the one thing that was going to absolutely throw him off his game. Yeah. And you um, can see it in his face, too. He was like, and then he's checking his ass as he's walking back to the line with his hands. Yeah. And and then when um, Cotton says, well, it looks like Joe's has forfeited the final match. Uh, and they'll have to, uh, you know, they won't be able to play. And it's going to go to Globo Gym. And Pepper goes, it's a bold strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how it plays out. Let's see how it plays out. It's a bold strategy. Oh man! I'm fucking laughing and he, out loud. And he, and he and he lifts his leg up and he puts the heel and he gets comfortable like he's like really into what's going to happen next. Paying attention. Oh, yeah. He's so yeah. focused. And his nothing. pants are pulled up past his knee. Oh, oh it's man. fucking great. It really is. And uh, when he puts the blindfold on, uh, what is what is that? Cotton says something like he's blindfolded. He won't be able to see. Yeah. And then, yeah. Is Peter's Peter Lafleur's? Putting on a blindfold. He's not going to see too much with that on, Cotton. Yeah, <laughs> so good. And there's, yeah. so many, and there's so many scenes when Cotton looks over at Pepper with yeah. just like baffled look on his face. This, like this some Pepper. of it he just accepts and other things he's just like, what? Yeah, that like, couldn't. It's like you might as well just repeat what I just said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so many times. And Cotton's just... got some great lines too. Like the uh, "I have seen a man do this." I've seen oh, a. Oh, the I've great... got that. oh, believe me, I've got that. I've yeah, got that. yeah, that I whole been, thing. I've been to the Great Wall of China. I have seen the pyramids in Egypt. I've even watched a grown man satisfy a camel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another great little scene where they have um, they have announced that Global Gym is the champions, and White has his hands on the trophy, and. Uh, on the scepter, right? Yeah. And uh, and uh, fucking Shatner, you know, Chuck Norris gives him the thumbs up, like, okay, we're gonna do this. And he's like, give me a perk, and he like fucking pries it out of fucking White's hands. <laughs> it's a bylaw. <laughs> that is fucking great. The people, it's amazing that it, with the movie is as silly as this was, that they were able to pull in the talent that they did. Yeah, they did. They I mean, really did. When when Shatner showed up, I was like, "Oh, come on! You can't be serious." <laughs> yeah. And then Lynn Armstrong, I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Um. So it's great. So at the end, you know, he's got them. They bring the money out. He tells you know, uh, White that now he you know you work for me now and you're fired. You know, you can't yeah. own me. He tells him that he's going to buy this. I don't work for you. I work for myself. I made myself. Yeah, so good. And then, so Kate's girlfriend's going to show up. And <laughs> she I told you she was a lesbian. Wow, good call. And then, you know, I'm not a lesbian, I'm bisexual. So this is all, this is all fucking funny shit. Oh, I shit. It. Yeah, I loved it all. <laughs> I loved it all. Yep, that's our, that's our movie, kids. And, and I, during the movie, 
you'd ha- you I came to think, and it was funny at the end when Dwight has the two twins, one on either arm. Up to that point, you'd think he was gay. Yeah. But apparently he wasn't. Yeah. No, I think oh. he's a pimp daddy. I think you saw that outfit he was wearing when they <laughs> went uh, when they went back to the hotel and they ran into Derek and Amber. He's wearing like the fedora and the shirt. Oh, I was like, yeah, he's a pimp. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right, right, right. Um, yeah. Now, as, as, and he, as, and he has a so you know. Yeah. <laughs> just well, the- to, before we close this out and and finalize the the closing scenes. Um, you, you have to laugh at, uh, who was it? When, when Peter is doing the commercial for his Oh yeah, at the gym. end. Mm-hmm. Now, is it just me or did, am I the only one that noticed that Amber was pregnant? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, she is. Now, weren't they still in high school? <laughs> yes, they yeah. were. But I, I'm okay. assuming that it's sometime later. And if they were seniors- probably the end of senior year or so okay that's that's what i was hoping for i yeah. love when steve <laughs> because... the pirate I, I love when steve the pirate comes back too <laughs> and fucking and uh what's the one tall skinny kid's name Owen. he goes Owen. hey look it's steve the pirate <laughs> and dwight looks at him like he's out of his mind because five minutes ago he didn't know who the hell steve the pirate was yeah that was nice that was nice uh, good stuff <laughs> now i i made a call because you, you get to see what happens to White before the credits roll. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Fuck Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> with, the, yeah. With, the, with, the big, with the chicken leg in his hand. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what made me do it. But actually, no, I do remember now. When you start playing a movie on HBO Max and there's still movie to play, it doesn't start... It doesn't like ask you to start the movie over. You pick up where you leave off. So I'm thinking to myself, is there something after the credits? And lo and behold, there was something after the credits. <laughs> yeah, the had seen it. I had to call Des and I and I asked him the same way. Did you watch after the credit? No, why? What? Oh my god. Yeah, that the was... milkshake dance. I had never seen the milkshake dance. So that yeah, was... it was I don't that know was, how you missed that. That I'm was sorry. awesome. That was absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's because you guys are movie, uh, Marvel movie fans, so you're always looking for that, you know, that little ending. I just they I made never... you do it now. They made yeah. you do it. And once you see that happen in the Marvel movies, you now have to think, what am I missing in other so places? Gonna, exactly, exactly. Well, what are they going to put at the end of this? What are they going to put mean, at the end of that? There was a there was a bumper at the end of Ferris Bueller. You know? Yeah. 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 And uh, they had and they had the uh, the bloopers after um, uh, Central Intelligence. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you never know. Watch yeah. till the movie's over. There it is. Um, all right. So uh, I want to say first of all, I thought that um, Disaster Peace Theater was a smashing success. I had fun doing it. Um, whether you want to believe it or not, I had that white Goodman. <laughs> Down. I had that shit down. Dude, I literally thought people were gonna be like, Des, you fucking it was the greatest thing I ever heard. You know, oh I, I have to I have to give him props because as he was going over this over and over again, he had the voice really well and the exaggeration of it really well, but he just couldn't get the fucking lines right. Oh God, I had it at work like perfectly. He had he had the voice, he had the mannerisms, he had it all worked out. He just couldn't remember his fucking lines. Oh my no, god. Need my own blood. 
I, I, well, he remembered that real easy. I fell to pieces, uh, during the actual, the actual reading. I, I literally, it's called the freedom of, (laughs) you called the freedom of information act, Kate. The hippies guy got something right. Now, I have to say, I do have to say, you did get that right at work every single time, which, which made it twice as funny when you recorded it and you couldn't get it right. That's, That's why right. I, I laughed so hard because all day long you got that right. But when it mattered, you couldn't pull it off. Well, it's the pressure of doing it during the show, and that's what's going to make this fucking funny. So I look forward to seeing how Tony handles the pressure and how Mickey handles the pressure. And, it I am, and I'm looking forward to listening to it. Um, I want to give Absolutely. Mickey a really, really long, involved, detailed part for her next. <laughs> well, that should nice. go over well. Oh, that's funny. All right. So uh, we did it. So let's um, let's do our rewatch scores for Dodgeball. So, mm-hmm. Pat, what is your rewatch score for Dodgeball? Um, I, it's, there wasn't really anything I didn't like about the movie other than White Goodman. Um, I'll give it a four and a half. Four no, and I'm, I'm going to give it four and three quarters. Four and three quarters. Because you can't, you can't have an underdog story without a dickhead like White to make right. you the underdog. Endelin, what is your rewatch score for Dodgeball? It's a five. It's a, it's five. a five. Yeah, it's a five. And uh, yeah, for me, it's a five too. And uh, without White, this movie is not this movie. So yeah, oh, gotta have White. Yeah, so it's, it's this is where I'm using, I'm bringing I'd like back. To change my, I'd like to change my score. I like uh, the, I want my rewatch score to reflect the five. It's a five. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to be in, uh, somewhat less enthusiastic about it, but I I can't hide it. Uh, Pat, it wasn't going to matter because I was bringing back there's a sliding scale for this there's evening. A there's a real and shock. This was getting a five, no matter what you two gave it. So this is. This <laughs> well, then is I'm going to give five. it a six. Okay, this is still a five. So <laughs> <laughs> point four. Okay, this is a five. Uh, perfect movie. If you haven't seen Dodgeball. What are you waiting for? Go out and see it. So next week we will be back again and we will be reviewing the movie Days of Thunder. No, no, that's wrong. <laughs> you screwed that up too. Okay. We will be reviewing uh, Streets of Fire. That's right. <laughs> yes. We'll be doing with wow. uh, You couldn't have been more wrong. With Tony. And uh, I am really looking forward to hearing Tony uh, read the lines in uh, Disaster Peace Terrier because I think this could be great. Um, oh. I have a feeling Tony's going to be uh, a ringer. I have a feeling he's going to bring it. Uh, he seems I think pretty so cool. too. He's far cool. more than you. Well, fuck you. He's cool. <laughs> he's collected. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tell me how you feel. Don't you go to? Um, and then the following week, we will be doing The Witches, The, the craft. craft, with Mickey. The so, Witches. And uh, I've already decided. You're just like, you can't get anything right tonight. No. Yeah, I'm going to show my diversity as a actor, because I am going to play a female witch during that episode. Do Who's not that? ask me to call you Jack Black. No. Um, okay. So, ah. with that being said, Dwayne? You know I love watching movies from opposite ends of the house with you and then reviewing them. <laughs> Pat, it's always fun doing movies with you. You're full of one-liners and lots of good information. And Patches a hula hand, too. And Patches a hula hand, too. 
And I want to thank the listeners for coming by and listening to the show. Without you, it wouldn't be worth doing. Uh, you know, make sure that you uh, send us messages. If you want movies done, you know, give us some suggestions. If we like the suggestion, you know, we'll uh, give you a shout out on the show and we'll review the movie for you. And uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook. Hey, did you ever see that movie? You can send us an email. Hey, did you ever see that movie at gmail.com? Uh, we're on Instagram now. Hey, did you ever see that movie? So look for us. Yeah, yeah. feedback. Feedback is awesome. Feedback yeah, like helps. all our like all our viewers from New York. <laughs> yes, because they were so made up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, that'll conclude the show. Thanks, guys. And until next time, I just have one question for you. Hey, did you ever see that movie? Nope. See you later. <laughs>